0: Every single salesperson out there has dangerous self-talk. We just don't always recognize what it is for what it is. So how do you find out what dangerous self-talk is and how do you give yourself the positive attributes to be better at sales? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show Studios. And we are on episode number 170, Dangerous Things You Tell Yourself in Sales. And I want to give you uh, a warning like I normally do with all my episodes, is this could be a personal episode for you. And depending upon where you're at in your life and how you were raised and the people that interacted with you, uh, there may be some things in here that that uh, are things you've struggled with, things that you've had problems with, things that you, you need to overcome. And I want to let you know from the very beginning, I believe in you. We may have never, ever met. We may never, even ever meet. But I want to let you know that I believe in you. You've got the skills to make it. You've got the capability of doing it. and You've got this. And the reason that I say that is there is, There are times in our life where we need encouragement. There are times in our life where we need somebody to tell us, hey, you know what? You are worth it. You do have worth and value to society. And I want to let you know from the very beginning that this is important to me. That this conversation is the root of a lot of issues that people face in sales. And so I am going to give it as as much power to be uplifting today and, and help you out as much as possible, encourage you to stick in the game, to, to learn the sales process, to get sales basic mastery down, to learn how to ask good questions, to learn how to ask for the sale, but also have confidence and believe in yourself. You know, you are an amazing person and if you haven't heard it enough and you don't hear it from enough people, you, you, you are great. You have things inside of you that that you can achieve, that you will achieve, and I highly encourage you to keep going. And the reason I say this is, salespeople talk themselves in and out of deals every day. Uh, salespeople lose deals before they even start, and I really want you to think about where you're at in life and what's going on and what may have caused some of the issues that you face and. Every time that you have an issue in sales, there's an opportunity to grow. There's two sides of the coin. It's not always black and white where people say, I can't do this. I won't do this. I'm an automatic failure. That's not true. That's not true. I was the 10th worst salesperson on the planet. I was horrible. 2001, I sucked. <laughs> bad, really bad. And I and I said, you know what? I am going to do everything possible to learn about sales, to be better, And I made a promise to myself that I would help people be better and not have to go through what I went through. So I'm going to circumvent some of the struggles that you may have faced. I am going to illuminate some of the struggles that you do face and just realize that we all talk to ourselves. So I think it was in 1919, William James won the award in psychology for being the greatest psychologist in the United States. And so they have this big gala event in New York and they bring all these people in like it's high society. Everybody who is, is somebody who is is in psychology is there and they give this big presentation and they bring William James up to the stage and they, they're expecting like this hour long speech and William James comes up to the stage and says, you are mostly what you think about all day long. You become what you think about all day long is roughly what it translates to. If you think about that and you think about you are what you, you become what you think about all day long. What implications does that have? I mean, that, that has a ton of implications. And when you go through it, your self-talk can be a potion for good or it could be a poison and take you away from being on the top. And there becomes a point with a lot of salespeople when they start making money, that their internal dialogue and their internal programming really stops them from, from being more than what they are. And sometimes it's because you've made more than your parents. Sometimes it's because the people around you are saying you've changed. And, and as we evolve, our self-talk changes and we go through cycles of everything. These these self-talk conversations happen at every stage of our life, but and their sales are amplified because we go through the reject rejection, pro- rejection process like nobody else. Like salespeople face more rejection in a year than most people are gonna face in their entire lifetime. You can even shorten that up. You could probably say that most salespeople are gonna face more rejection in six months than most human beings will face in their entire lifetime. And so this is why self-talk becomes so important. Because dangerous self t- self-talk self will ruin your confidence. It'll drag you down. It, it will make you um, uh, a target, a target in the business world. You know, I watch a lot of different content, a lot of different things. I make it a point to research an hour of information on random things every day. I, I watch random videos. I read random books. I read random blogs. And I was watching um, this this documentary about people who live in Alaska and live in the dark. And I can't remember. I think it's on A&E. Uh, but there was this lady that got injured and she lived like way at the top of Alaska. And she lived by herself. And and she had a problem with her ankle or she had a problem with her hip. And she said something that was pretty interesting. She said, I can't let the predators see me have a, a disability, a disability. A, something wrong with my stride and my walk, because then there is a way for them to see that I can be taken advantage of in a predatory sense. And when you're lacking confidence, you, the people around you can see that you lack confidence. And there are predators that take advantage of that. And sometimes those predators are the people that buy from you. There, there are genuinely good people out there and I'm going to focus on them and say, yay, really good people. But there are a few people out there that are straight sharks that when they see that you're struggling, they will, they will take you for every, they will fleece you. They will take you for everything that they got. It's not even a case of being finessed out of things. They will fleece you. They'll, they'll take everything. And so I warn you of this because dangerous self-talk can attract losers, problems, and more issues. And if you think about this, that uh, there's probably recently in your office, somebody who was doing good in sales and then they fell off the bandwagon or they fell off and and like all of a sudden they're hanging out with all the people who whine and complain. And they're they're hanging out with all the people who are in pity party mode. And they're hanging out with all the people who, who uh, don't necessarily belong in the world of sales. And so it can be people at the office. It could be people outside of the office, but negativity tends to attract negativity. And I'm not sharing this episode of the How to Sell show to be like, look, there's all this negativity in the world. I'm saying, look, uh, you are an amazing person. I want to give you some self-confidence to help inoculate yourself from having to deal with this. And at some point, we all struggle with some of these problems. Uh, Some of them all at the same time, some of them one at a time. I'm raising my hand and saying, I have struggled with every single one of these. So if you're looking around and going, I'm the only one, I'm the only person this happens to, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're in good company with every other salesperson that I've ever met. Now, uh, I do sales turnarounds. So companies will hire me to ride with salespeople for three days. And typically on the second day, people will share with me their biggest, darkest secrets and tell me about their problems and the issues that they're having And a lot of these pop up, a lot of these pop up. Know that these, these are all normal and there's nothing wrong with you. If you have these, sometimes it takes help professionally to get out from underneath them. There's nothing wrong with that either. Early on in my life, I was always scared to go to therapists because in my mind, it meant that I was broken and there was something wrong with me. And then, uh... You know, over time I got better with meeting with people and explaining my problems. And in, in 2015 or 2016, uh, I interviewed Bob Beverly and Bob Beverly is this wonderful man out of New York. And we were talking and he had been a therapist at that point for 40 years. And he said, Scott, if you if your car broke, where would you take it? And I said, I'd take it to a mechanic. And he says, if you got sued, what would you do? I said, I'd go to a lawyer. He goes, if your mind breaks down, what do you do? And it was just such a beautiful conversation between him and I that it really gave me a better viewpoint of what therapy can do and the ability to talk things out. So if you're struggling personally, I highly encourage you to find somebody to talk to. If you can't afford a therapist, talk to uh, a clergy member. If you can't afford a therapist, find somebody a relative that you trust, somebody that you can talk to, to just get the the conversation out. Now, I'm going to give you some examples that are personal specific. And I will tell you that this, this is where most of the opportunity lies for you. This is where, where I see and hear the most from salespeople. And these are the things that are dangerous that salespeople tell themselves, I don't deserve this. For whatever reason, Sometimes we believe that we don't deserve what we've gotten in life, okay? Um, Let me say, I can't. I can't do this. I can't. It's like just like if by saying I can't, like just if you say that, like I can't, it automatically feels like there's a roadblock. And it automatically gives somebody the ability to give up, okay? I'll never be good at this. This is a conversation that I hear people under frustration when they're just not getting it, they just need to hear it a different way. They just need to try it one more different way. Um, there becomes a point where some salespeople become bitter and they say, I hate people. I had this problem. Uh, there was a radio show that I used to listen to and they purported to not like people. And I listened to them and my numbers went down and I listened to them some more. And my numbers went down and then I lost a lot of money and a lot of sales because I had this belief that I hated people and I don't, I don't hate people. I just, I listened to the show and it was bad toxic energy for me. Okay. Uh, I'm worthless. And when we struggle, this is a common theme thing that, that salespeople like to tell themselves I'm worthless or I'm no good. And then that turns into who would want me, who would want me. And I'm going to say, Hey, I had to give you this list of seven different things that people typically say, just so you know what they were. But remember, I think you're an amazing, I believe you are an amazing human being. I'm giving you some inoculation. I'm giving you some some insurance on what I just shared with you because you know what? Some people could say, hey, Scott, these are all negative things. And I will, degre- I will agree to an extent that they are negative items, but they have to be talked about. So let's talk about you specific in your job. I hate this job. I will promise you the more that you chant that in a sales process, the more you're going to lose deals. Uh, I could just go back to other job and make X money. Well, in your mind, you've given up on your opportunities. Same with, I was looking for this job, or I was looking for another job when I found this one. You know, we love to justify, including me. I'm raising my hand right along with you. We love to justify. Uh, I'll never make it. I'll never make it in this industry. I'll never make it with this product or the service, or I can't close. Those are the the groupings of uh, roughly five things that I hear salespeople say when they're struggling with their job. But remember that the root cause for the most part is gonna come from the personal life and the personal things. Let's talk about product specific. This product sucks. (laughs) This product sucks. There's so many other better products out there. I can't sell this crap. And I'm gonna say crap could be substituted for a lot of other four-letter words. And then with this being said, is what will happen is uh, this will become office-specific after it's personal-specific, job-specific, product-specific office. I hate my manager. I hate the people that I work with. I hate my job. And then what ends up happening is all of these things roll over into relationships. And all of these things roll over into the people that you are supposed to love. Because we all have inadequacies. We all have like this feeling of like, I don't belong. I don't deserve this to an extent. And there are ways to work through it. There are ways to get better at it. There are ways to, to get some help. And this isn't 100% of your life. This is a season. This could be a season of your life. But realize that what happens at work can get dragged into your relationships. And what happens in your relationships can get dragged to work. So you can say things like along the lines of, uh, I don't deserve the person that I am with. Um, who would love me? And then last on this list is, I, my significant other will find out that I'm a fraud. And the belief is, if, if I'm not good at one of these things, I'm not good at all of these things, and I don't deserve them. And that's just, that's absolutely not true. That's absolutely not true. I, I'm going to tell you with 100% conviction that I have seen salespeople that in the very beginning on paper should not be able to close deals, become successful closers. I have seen people on paper who should be closers and closing every deal that they go to, not close anything. And so some of this is a matter of skill. Some of it's a matter of will, but a lot of it is a matter of self-programming and what you tell yourself and what you believe to yourself. So like if you have a morning routine, this is a way for you to Get better at what you do. If you have a morning routine, or you have something that you can turn to when you do struggle, your your internal dialogue can be shifted and programmed over time, just like a computer program can. And I'm going to give you a couple of affirmations uh, of places that I tend to go when when I struggle personally, because at the end of the day, there are times where I struggle. There are times where I I am not at a hundred percent, and I will tell you, there are times where I have to talk myself into the game. I have to untalk my negative uh conversations going on in my brain and say, like, stop. Like I will there are times where I will be somewhere and like these these thoughts just creep into my head. And I just I literally say, stop. Stop. And like I've been out in public sometimes when people look at me like I'm crazy, but like I had to, I had to stop the self talk. Um I tend to talk to myself a lot while I'm driving because it helps me figure out what I'm going to say. And just so you know, there are times where I look at my listing of, of conversations that I want to have in a podcast and I'll drive and talk them out a couple of times before I even put them to an episode because I want to get those feelings and I want to get those emotions. And so there, these affirmations are generic. Uh, they're not exactly what I would say because uh, some of this stuff is personal but i want to give you enough insight for you to go i can i can take this opportunity and i can make it better and so one of the affirmations is framed around i'm great and now if you if you notice like all of these are present tense as if that i've accomplished them and i'm doing them right now i'm loved i help others i have performed and i will perform those are like the four frameworks that will really help you out to say hey look there's different things that i could do to be better i don't i don't have to accept that the the programming that i've been told or the programming that i'm believing right here at this moment in time there are dangerous things that we all tell ourselves there's also a lot of positive things that we can tell ourselves to to get through what we struggle with and i'm going to give you like the four again i am great i am loved i help others I have performed and I will perform. And you can take these four that I just gave you and turn them into your process. You can turn them into whatever you need to say about yourself to feel good about yourself. And sometimes we have to borrow confidence from others. Sometimes we have to to take a testimonial that somebody gave us when we struggle the most, I have an awesomeness swipe file, and I put up an episode of specifically of why you should have an awesomeness swipe file, and this is, this is the the exact reason. Um, there are points in our life where we all have doubt. There are points in our life where we have uh, issues because of of things that have happened in our life. When when I lost my dad a couple of years ago, I went through grief, and grief is a weird. A weird thing. If you've never lived through it, there's going to be a point in your life where grief hits and everything's fine and you're driving down the road or you're hanging out and you're happy. And then 10 seconds later, you're crying. And then a couple of seconds later, you're angry. And then later on, you're sad. Um, so like, there are points in your life that will trigger this. And so when, when you take a look at the things that you have in your life, you have you have great opportunity out there. There's a, there's amazing things in front of you. And if you got questions about this, you can always look up how to sell show number 144, why you need an awesomeness swipe file, why you need to have the ability to have something to fall back on when you do have negative self-talk, when things are going, going wrong. Because I will share this with you. I have been through 20, 22 years of sales or 21 years of sales at this point. And if there's anything that I've noticed is that it all, 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 this is an absolute, all salespeople run through cycles. They have ups, they have downs, they have ins. they have outs. And you have great influence over your sales cycle. You have great influence over the way that your sales process is going. And once again, if, if you haven't heard this, you are an amazing person. You are worth it. You, you should absolutely keep going. And, but at the same time, if you're struggling, the reframes are your best opportunity and the conversations that you have can help. And you could do things like meditation. Meditation is one place for you to go. Um, there are affirmations that you could look up. There is a law of attraction. I mean, you can go, you can go deep into the rabbit hole of information. I wanted to give you like the, the, the mainline process that you can take and say, hey, what can I do with this today? What can I do with this right now? What direction can I go? Because you know what? I may have some dangerous self-talk. I may have some some things that I'm saying to myself, you know, all, all revolving around, I don't deserve this. I can't do this. I'll never be good at this. I don't like people. I'm worthless. I'm no good. And who would want me? Those are, those are the typical things that everybody starts with. And then everything just escalates from there. Everything just goes further from there. So if when, when you can find your morning affirmations or whatever version you're going to do a law of attraction, it'll really, uh, it could, it could help you. So uh, I have frequent conversations with Dr. Fern Caslow and she's a performance coach and we chat back and forth, you know, we share stuff that's going on in our life, but we talk a lot about top performers and what they do. And, you know, it's not uncommon for people to struggle with self-identity issues. It's not uncommon for people to have this type of questions about themselves and where they're going. And just, it, there's different things in life that can trigger it. There's different events that you have, just like there's different events that I have. I shared that my dad's passing was a, a major event in my life that had some emotional impact, had a lot of emotional impact. And you, yes, you can have the same thing. It could be a breakup. It could be the birth of a child. It could be the loss of a family member. These are all things that can trigger uh, the struggles that we face. But there is opportunity for you to keep going. And like I shared with you, we may not have ever met and we may not ever meet again, but I believe in you for this very reason that you went through an episode of a podcast specifically about personal challenges that people face and self-talk because some of these things, nobody wants to talk about, but they're the most important conversations to help you be better at what you do. If your computer programming in your head is off and you're sitting here looking and saying, Hey, you know, I don't necessarily know how to say this or I know I know how to do this, but like start with the first step, jump in your car, go to a park, And just talk it through to yourself and say, like, these are all the reasons why I deserve this. Make your I deserve this list. Make an I deserve this list. And put it up on the wall. And then if you are using a goal board or a vision board, um, one of the cool things that you can do is what emotion do you want to feel once you've accomplished what's going on? This is the cool thing that I wanted to bring you back to with Dr. Caslow. Um, what What is the emotion that you need to feel? What is it going to, like, make it as visceral as possible. Make it as, as much feeling, what would it be like for you to do that thing? What, like, you know, uh, at one point I've shared with this on an episode that I wanted a Rolex. I really wanted a Rolex. I went to the jewelry store. I tried one on, I don't know, probably 15, 20 times, and the when... When there was a feeling of wearing it, it just didn't connect with me. It wasn't something that I, the feeling that I thought that it was going to be was not the feeling that it had. So ultimately at the end of the day, I didn't buy one. But the reason I bring this up is everything that you do has a feeling or an emotion attached to it. What's that feeling that you want? What's that thing that you want when you're standing in front of everybody, holding up your version of a trophy and, you know, telling yourself that I am great, I'm loved i am helped others, I help others, I have performed and I will perform, those are frameworks for you to work within. It doesn't mean that you have to say it the way that I would, but I encourage you to work within that framework to help you be better at what you do. And you do deserve this. You do deserve to be a closer. You do deserve to be great at what you do. And and I, I'm going to share it with you again. I believe in you, that you have the internal resources to do this, I that you have the internal process and skills and capabilities I encourage you 100 to do the right thing to take care of your clients and to take care of your family you got this keep going thanks for checking out this episode of the how to sell show you can join the party at how to sell live to get the show notes links updates on new episodes recordings of previous episodes articles as well as videos You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.